and then I'd like start to freak out and I'd, I'd look at a friend and I'd be like I don't know what's happening I can't breathe and they'd be like uh like do you want me to tell somebody like what do you want me to do and I'd be like I don't know I don't know what's going on the your life sucks podcast destigmatizing mental health through discussion hi all welcome back to the podcast I hope you're having great mornings I think I might be the most excited ever for this podcast episode because the guest is the one and only Nama Titel. She is the coolest person in my grade at school, I think. She is funny. She's nice. She is smart. She's intellectual. She can make you laugh. She looks so put together. She's great fashion. She can sing. She does makeup. She's, she's really just the coolest. And she's a huge mental health advocate because she's going to be speaking about her anxiety on a public platform. How cool is that? She's going to be speaking about how her school-related anxiety led her to switch schools last year and how it also led her to switch back to SAR this year. Naama is is going to be a great speaker, and I'm I'm really, really excited for this episode. You guys are going to have to bear with me. I have a bit of a virus. It's, it's on its way out, but I'm still not sounding great. Anyway, it's going to be a great episode. Let's get to it. Hey, Naama, how are you? Hi, Ben. I'm good. How are you? I am really good. You know, before I have the meeting with my actual guests, I do a little recording of like like a pre-interview for like a minute where I talk about how excited I am. I give you the biggest hype ever. Like I said, you're like the best girl in our grade, like the most fashionable. Like you. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I mean, like I'm not lying. You are. Oh. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I'm really I'm really excited for this interview. Um, and I hope you are too. So should Very we get excited. to it? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so we're jumping right into 11th grade last year, you know, your school-related anxiety. T- tell us about that. So, obviously, things got really hard with corona for everybody, mm-hmm. um, but I really experienced it in a huge way. Like, my anxiety was always there, but it became very prevalent in school because things just got really intense. Like, I remember having lists and lists of to-dos um, for school, and I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So... Things got really intense, and I remember having panic attacks at school. They were really awful, and I didn't know what was happening to me, which is the worst, because mm-hmm. having a panic attack and you don't know what it is, it feels like you're dying. So right. I, I was really scared. Um, and I remember telling my parents, I was like, this is just not working for me anymore. This school, this situation, like, I just can't. I'm not productive. I can't learn. I just really wasn't doing well, and the anxiety got to be too much. So that's really where it started. Right. So let's go into this like really stressful time like tell us like when was the anxiety happening like what would you do when the panic attacks were starting like walk us through that so they usually started when it had been like a really long day and there was a bunch of little things that happened on top of one another Mm -hmm. Um, I would be sitting in class let's say and the teacher would be like okay here's another assignment and I'd be like okay no I just really can't deal with this right now I have so many things on my list already um, and then I'd like start to freak out and I'd, I'd look at a friend and I'd be like, I don't know what's happening. I can't breathe. And they'd be like, uh, like, do you want me to tell somebody like, what do you want me to do? And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And so I'd leave the room and I'd start crying. Like a panic attack was always crying. Cause it, it was just like a catharsis of emotions for me. Mm-hmm. And I would usually call my mom and she'd be like, I don't know what to do. And I'd be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's happening. Um, and during that time, I'd say that the school psychologist at our school and and the hawk, we call it, like the person who's the emotional support for our grade was really mm-hmm. at the time because 
they were just an automatic support. And at the time I did have a therapist too. So I was able to text her and be like, I don't know what's happening right now. And so eventually I realized I was having panic attacks and just the the basic acknowledgement that it was that had a name and I wasn't going crazy made me feel much better. Of course, um, of course. Language always helps just right, absolutely. to define <laughs> something and also to validate what's going on. Right, absolutely. It definitely really, really helped. So yeah, it really just came on when I felt really overwhelmed, um, whether that meant school or just like emotions in general. So tell us, when did the option to come to another school really become viable? And then how did you ultimately decide to switch schools? I remember lying in bed one day and again, looking at the long list of to-dos and just feeling beyond, beyond overwhelmed. Um, And it wasn't just that at that point. I just felt like the days were so like they were they just repeated themselves and the routine was getting depressing um especially with like the hybrid zoom schedule just being in bed all day it was Mm -hmm. super depressing and I remember telling my parents that I was having suicidal thoughts and they were obviously freaking out and I was like I don't know what you guys want me to do I just know I needed to be open with you guys because I don't want to be in this state anymore and they were like yeah absolutely like we need to do something about this obviously therapy isn't doing enough and maybe we should talk about medication more seriously and I was like yeah I agree they're like obviously SAR isn't working for you anymore so let's talk about other options and I was like yeah let's do it Mm so we started talking about another school in my area that was much smaller. Um, it would give me more focused attention for my teachers. Um, and it had less work, um, which turned out to not be the case, actually. But I thought it had less work. Mm-hmm. And I, it was closer to home. It was 15 minutes away, which compared to the school I go to right now, it's an hour. And it was a shorter day, which was a huge deal. So we immediately called the principal. And my dad's friends with the principal. So he was like, listen our daughter needs a change. And he was like, okay, let's talk about it. And basically within about a week or two weeks, I had decided to, ch- to change schools. And um, I was telling my friends that I was leaving and it all happened really, really fast. But I, It did. I remember I was in your history class last year in 11th yeah. grade and our teacher was walking around talking about an assignment. Or I think it was like the research essay we had. And she was like, guys like your your bibliographies have to be in and like she walks up to you she was like where's your bibliography and you were like this is actually my last day here and the teacher was like what um because <laughs> yeah. it was like it was like a tuesday in november um yeah yeah it was very like random it was i don't know i think a lot of people didn't know that it was going to happen because mm-hmm. i'm very good at keeping things in um i've learned to not be like that but at the time i was beyond social to overcompensate for the fact that I was not doing well internally. And so I had the most friends that I ever had at that time. I seemed like I was doing really, really well when I really wasn't. And so, yeah, I remember just like telling all my friends and them all being really confused and like, like, okay, we're going to miss you. And I remember telling them like, oh, I might come back. I'm not sure though. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to miss you. And then I was also really upset because I knew I wasn't going to be able to be dance captain if I was gone. Um, for the rest of high school. So that was really hard to wrap my head around. So it all just happened really fast. And then I switched schools. And that was pretty crazy. Yeah, tell um, us about that. On Tuesday, you were in SAR yeah. and Wednesday, you were in your new school. Like, just how right. has that changed? It was honestly a reset for me. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling super depressed, right? So going to a completely new environment with completely new people, you would think would be more anxiety provoking for me. 
but it just felt like a complete reset of my life that I needed at the time. I was just stuck in this rut of depression and anxiety, and it, it was actually very helpful for me. Um, so even that first day, the anxiety completely improved in a whole different way. Awesome. I had a ton of support. Yeah, I had a ton of support from my principal and from my family, and obviously from my friends at SAR too. So it felt really great. But I will say it was definitely. It was definitely really, really upsetting. I Again, like I said, I made a lot of friends that I was going to miss a ton. And it was definitely scary because I was scared of the FOMO that I was going to feel. And, you know, junior year, even though it's really hard, it's definitely a big year for, like, friendships. Yeah, um, sure. And, you know, just a lot. Mm-hmm. So I will say that going to the new school was definitely helpful for my mental well-being and like the anxiety got a lot better and it gave me more time to like talk with my therapist twice a week and get more sleep and I I started um working out more which was great for my endorphins (laughs) but I wasn't happy you know I think it's important to make that distinction between mental well-being and like your emotional state Mm -hmm. Um, sure right so I was stable but I wasn't happy So I went through the year and I realized that the school was good for me in terms of like the schedule and like logistics, but the work was really intense actually. Um, And they Mm. expected a lot out of me, which I did not expect at all. Um, They're a very big science and math school and I am not that type of person. I'm like a very creative thinker and I'm um, I'm very Mm right-brained. So, you know, that wasn't for me. But it was very, very necessary. I mean, it was that or the other option was like some sort of day center where I like get my work done at the bare minimum and like go to therapy all day. And I was just not ready to graduate high school late and like be in this intensive process like that didn't seem right for me. Right. Switching schools was the best option. Um, And I'm glad I did it because I'm a much happier person today. Mm hmm. mm -hmm. So. I mean, that that's so great for you and to realize that although you know you weren't 100% happy and content what was going on you knew that it was better for your mental health yeah it really taught me to like put myself first because it made me realize, like yeah like I'm gonna miss my friends I'm gonna miss hanging out with them or whatever but like at the end of the day my mental well-being is way more important and there's at the end of the day like if they're my real friends then they're gonna understand and I'm gonna have time to hang out with them later Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course yeah so why did you ultimately decide to come back yes they are not that i'm complaining like i mean, <laughs> i love you but why 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 did you decide to come back um okay so like i said i wasn't happy so i knew that another change needed to be made which was obviously really hard because change is hard for anybody especially mm-hmm. with chronic anxiety so I remember talking to my parents again and it was a really, really long process of like months on end of going back and forth on like what was right for me and like what I wanted versus what was right, you know? Mm -hmm. So I remember literally sitting down with my therapist and making a chart with like points and like bullet points of like what was going, what I was going to gain at each school and what I was going to lose. Mm -hmm. And And this is, this is the debate between going, staying at your new school or going back to SAR. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like being with my friends versus this versus that, being dance captain. And basically at the end, it came down to like a few points difference. Mm-hmm. And I knew deep down I wanted to go back to SAR. So I was like very happy that the points were in favor of SAR. And at the end of the day, I really decided that SAR was going to be right for me again. I had spent a full year in very intensive therapy. I had finally found the right medication. I was a much happier person um, 
inside and out, like my physical well-being was much better. And I had learned to, I had like a toolbox as um, cliche as it sounds. I had a toolbox. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 no, that, right. that's great. <laughs> to go into like every anxious situation and try and figure out what to do with it. And I had also figured out that I had executive functioning issues, meaning like I went on ADHD medication um, and realized that a lot of the overthinking was connected to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really helpful. Um, and yeah, I remember going back and it was the best feeling in the world, Ben. It was the best mm-hmm. to walk to school and see all my friends. And I just started sobbing. I started sobbing, um, again, with the school psychologist in the, in the student lounge. I was like, so, so happy. I was like, I'm so emotional. She's like, that's okay. And I was like, this is, this is just so great. I missed my friends. Um, And it was just like a huge rush of happiness, honestly. I was expecting so much anxiety and it definitely was there, but it was really overshadowed by like the intense happiness and excitement of being back in a place that I just felt at home and I felt Mm -hmm. like my community again. Um, And it was just, it was really, really great. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I just, I I guess now is the good time to say that SAR is really a fantastic place and I really don't want your story to shed any bad luck in the school. And I think you would agree with me by saying that yeah. SAR has really 100% of the resources, school psychologists and Hawks health and wellness coordinators and grade level coordinators. And the teachers are there to speak to you and the administration is there to speak to you. The school 100% validates mental health, the mental health club, like it really 100% validates mental health and really there to support its students and really can make accommodations. However, SAR is a really tough school, so it's not for everyone, but I just, I really wanted to put that out there before we continued our conversation. SAR is obviously an incredible school like we're talking about, but it's very, very intense. But um, for me, it wasn't necessarily about the academic pressure in terms of grades. It was more just the academic pressure in terms of not having enough time to get my work done. And like, cause at that point getting great, like getting good grades wasn't even like the goal. It was just to like keep my head above water. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah definitely you're definitely speaking the truth it's a hard school so Mm -hmm. so now that you're back at SAR how do you deal with the anxious situations that come up can we can we talk about that toolkit you have totally I would say my anxiety shows up these days more in social situations Mm -hmm. um, just like validation um fitting in all that and I'm not like I'm not ashamed of that because I think that kind of shows up for most teenagers it's a Mm -hmm. very to feel um but I would say I deal with it really with very like the things you would expect you know deep breathing it sounds so cliche but like meditation mm-hmm. um I try to journal every night um I've really been putting an effort to find the things that I'm good at um and spending time doing those things because in the anxious situations it makes me realize that I'm good on my own and like I have things going for me and mm-hmm. it doesn't if I don't fit into that group at the moment, like I'm good on my own and that's fine. But in terms of like the more specific toolbox things, um, I know that I have people to reach out to like our Hawk, like the school psychologist, like my therapist and obviously my parents and my friends are very supportive. Thank God. And also just like, again, the deep breathing and like reminding myself that I'm okay and I'm fine. And like my thoughts are lying to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just like Thoughts are not facts. Which they is are just... not facts. They're mm-hmm. really- like I'm not in danger like I remind myself that my anxiety is like my fight or flight Mm -hmm. and like there's nothing running after me like I'm okay 
Um, and at the end of the day, like this is all going to fade. Like this is not a huge deal. Um, and seeing the bigger picture has been a very big part of getting over those like very intense, um, anxious feelings in social moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say those are my toolbox. You, you really have a lot to be, um, excited for. So, um, God, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I have so much going on and I'm like, I'm such a busy person. Like I, I'm a workaholic a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say like that keeps me going just like having things that I'm working towards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm so, I'm so proud of you that, uh, you really, with, with the help of so many people pulled yourself out of, um, anxious situations and, um, really grew and, and did the intensive therapy and put in the work, um, and are now back at SAR, uh, giving it your all. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. I really appreciate it. It means so much. And in the future, how do you see you continuing to work um, and perfect your toolbox uh, to be the best version of yourself? I'm going to continue to meet with my therapist, obviously, and um, continue to take my medication and all that. But I I know that going on gap year next year is going to be like the ultimate test of all Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, it will. It definitely will. Like, I'm going to be out of my home, going to be out of my normal routine, away from my family. Um, and it's going to be like a lot, a lot of independence. So I'm definitely anxious about it, but I'm really excited to put myself to the test um, and like be an adult, quote unquote, just like feel independent. Um, so I'm excited for that. But like, because I have so much going for me, like I it definitely like it ups my confidence. Like I have a job now um and i got into brandeis which i'm really excited about Woo-hoo. Um, yeah it's very exciting and i'm gonna study <laughs> psychology so that's really exciting um so just knowing that like i have all these things going on um definitely makes me feel better about myself because again my anxiety is so rooted in like insecurity like, having these things that um, have just to do with me, like nobody can take that away from me, makes it um, much easier to deal with. So I think just continuing to do the things that I love and get involved in the things that I love, like my job, like, I don't know, let's say dance, let's say music, all those things, um, I think will definitely help me um, in the future. You're, you're going to do great things because you're going to, you're going to be a great psychologist and you know, you're, Thanks, you're, I mean, I've never really seen your modeling, but I mean, I'm sure it's great. Um, and, <laughs> um, but, uh, no, you're, you're off to do great things. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and I'm really articulately sharing your story. This was, I, I had a lot of fun. Thank you. I had a great time. I really appreciate it. Everyone, please check out Nama's Instagrams or singing encounter, regular encounter, makeup account, all in today's episode <laughs> description. Please follow the, your life sucks. Instagram, you can see that in the episode description or follow us on Instagram at the Your Life Sex Podcast. We'll see you next time, guys.